Welcome to the Moving Places Traveling Podcast. Hello and welcome to day five of the 30 day challenge and it's great to have you joining us this evening and today I'm going to think a wee bit about our connections to water Um, of course it's all around us and in a way we're on the planet that's of course got lots of water and you can probably hear water running right now I'm standing by the waterfront in Tayport and this is one of the water offshoots running through the waterfront into the river estuary here. There you are, you can probably just hear that. Um, and that's probably a more obvious place that we can think of water. And as we walk along the waterfront here, of course, this is a environment that is very much connected to that part of the landscape. Now, earlier today, I was over in Dundee. And while in there, uh, we uh, popped into the Wellgate shopping centre. And of course, in our cities, um, the built environment is the thing that's probably been given the most attention over in recent decades. And interestingly, at certain points, cities sometimes seem a bit less connected to the water aspects or the waterfront areas. And it's really in the last sort of 30 or so years that we've seen a recognition of the role that the waterfront can play as a gateway to the city and how we can use that as a, an additional resource. You know, it can be provide, of course, historically, it's important for connections, ferries, transportation, and uh, of course important in terms of shipping as that went into decline and sometimes what we saw was a decline in the attention paid to places like river scapes and dock areas but then we start to see uh, attention to how that can be transformed into things like uh, waterfront redevelopments and uh, recreational spaces as well and this is true also in Dundee of course the waterfront redevelopment is part of uh, Dundee City Council long-term master plan over 30 years and has included the opening of the V&A at Dundee Museum, which of course is a really dramatic, iconic building and designed by Ken Gokuma. It actually draws on that coastal landscape in the actual building itself. It mirrors the coastal structures, the rock structures in its design. And so, again, even in a city space that might not obviously have that watery component, we still see connections to the water and coastal environment. Now, to go back to Dundee City, of course, visited the Wellgate Shopping Centre, which was actually constructed in the 1970s. It opened in 1973. And although we might look at that now as quite a modern building, actually its name gives away a connection to an older coastal history. Um, Gate builds on the Norse word, Gata, 
for to work and the well part relates to the well that was at the foot of the hilltop and so here we can see even in a shopping centre where we might not initially realise it actually has a connection to um, water resources like wells and also the ability to uh, walk around different parts of the older settlement. So I thought that was quite an interesting element. I mean, one of the things, of course, that we see now is an effort to try and encourage people to walk to shopping centres, you know, as we see the shift to online retail in particular. And of course, that's something that, including the Wellgate, has also had challenges with in terms of, you know, maintaining a presence, uh, having people come into the area, particularly where there's maybe been loss of jobs or uh, the closing of stores as well and competition from other shopping centres or uh, online retail too. Um, and so when we think about coastal areas, we're not only thinking about the physical environment, uh, we're also thinking about how that builds on different histories, different languages, and how we use those species in different ways over time. So hopefully that gives you something to think about. We're thinking about how we might bring together, I suppose, the human and physical geographies aspects of this Tayside location in a particular way. And uh, hopefully you might be able to do some explorations as well, thinking about places that you've gone to that seem quite kind of urban and quite city focused, but there's a sort of historical geography behind them or stories behind them that have led to them being there that are actually linked also to different environmental components as well. So hopefully that's another wee story we can think about and look at some other examples and hope you have a great weekend and I'll talk to you soon. Thanks for joining. Bye. Thanks for joining us on Moving Places.